This is a honky tonk man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Priceless. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Year's Day edition of the Wrestler Review. The New Year's Day edition. I would like to say whoever picked this is a Patreon pick. Robert Alley. Thank Fuck you very you, much Robert. for your patronage. You, you are not a good person. You're not a good person. We are reviewing Rob Black, the owner. It's kind of on us, though. Because basically... Yeah, we, right. we should have put more parameters on. Like, Here are the four... No, no. Here are the we four... Should ha- we should have added to the picks. No pornographers. Here are the four options he gave us. Buck Zoom Off. No. Putting that one off as long as we can. <laughs> yeah, we really are. Um, Rob Black. Rob Black. Michael Elgin. <laughs> you don't know who Michael Elgin is? <coughs> no. John only deals with big league pro wrestling. Michael Elgin <laughs> now, currently, because I was wondering, like, why would he? He asked to switch a pick, and I was like, for sure. So we switched to Michael Elgin. Why the hell is this guy picking Michael Elgin? Because Michael Elgin right now is like I think he's like ten years into being a pro wrestler, like kind of like wrestles like Doctor Death. Really had a lot of string of good fucking matches and uh, New Japan and stuff. Oh, it's because he's been accused of sexual improprieties, which have led to all of his indie bookings been canceled. Son of a-, a bitch. And uh, Minoru Suzuki, who I just want more time to research Minoru Suzuki. So. We're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do, guys. We're gonna lay this out on the line. It Rob is, Black is really hard to research because he's really hard because he changed his name because he he's under two things. Multi- basically, you have to look under two things. You have to look under Rob Black and Rob Zakari, which is his real name, Rob Zakari. Yeah. Because essentially, we'll do right now. I'll do a short form of his career, and we'll obviously be doing a long form. But short form is owns porn store. Is the guy who's like, hey, what if after the rape and porn we murder him too? And then he forms a pro wrestling league, XPW, and then he has to fold that league due to obscenity charges, and then uh, now is a crazy conservative radio host. It's great. With less followers than us. Yeah. (laughs) It's even better. (laughs) Let me ask you this. I know you're all wondering. You're wondering, hey, who put this noise in porn? (laughs) Rob Black. Are you serious? Yeah, I think Rob Black, because Rob Black did the very early, like, uh, he was the like the whole idea. I only know him from Louis Louis Thoreau's first or second big BBC documentary. Yeah, was where he profiled porn, and Rob Black was the one where he was like, oh, "I found this a bit too far." And I just remember in the documentary, Rob Black is literally like, "There's a muscular man, and he boots a door, and he goes, you're gonna get it.'" And yeah, then, and then you just heard, wah, 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 wah. "Well, it's all his real." It's all his real wife in those early ones. Lizzie Borden at the yeah. time was his wife. We were recording in a hotel room. I'm sharing my hotel room with my girlfriend who was having a nap, and I had to have the thought, do I watch some Lizzie Borden porn and then have to have a conversation? <laughs> oh, hello, love of my life. What am I watching? Well, this woman's being disrespected. Don't worry. The company's owned by her husband, so I assume she mostly consented. By the way, who was the only director of Extreme Associates, Rob Black's porn company? Tony only Schiavone. Other, only other director? Tony Schiavone. Lizzie Borden was the director of most of those movies. Well, you'd have to. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to. Like, Even a guy as fucking weird and fucked up as this dude, you'd have to. He said... 
Because, all right, well, let's get right into it. Basically, Rob Black wanted to be an FBI agent when he was growing up. <laughs> and this then is he, all true. And then and he then realized... He, they don't make enough money as his mafia <laughs> dad. So he was like, fuck that getting into skin flicks, bitch. Explain that connection really quickly. Rob Black's dad was in the mafia because he controlled a bunch of porno stores in the yep. New York area yep. in the seventies. Yeah, so. t- the, you know, remember where you know how they would talk about how Times Square was a piece of shit, uh, like creep ball fest until about the nineties when Rudy Giuliani was like, "If anyone looks creepy, we're arresting them." Yeah, if anyone looks creepy, we're gonna fuck them. I mean, yeah. uh, not fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um. And he, so Rob Black owns a porno store, and then he's looking at all these pornos, and he's thinking, like, what if these women were dead? <laughs> yeah, he's, this is the only guy that watched porn and went, not smutty enough. But this is the... Keep in mind, he's a porno store, so he's looking at... Por- if you watch porn in the 70s, some of the premises are, you're my dad, let's fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. This like step we talked about before. This step siblings thing is not. Unfortunately, this isn't the first run for we're related. That's hot. <laughs> I know. In the seventies, there was a lot of like, mom catches son jacking off, makes him suck sucker titties. I used to listen a lot to. There's this radio show called Love Line. It was hosted by Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew. And Adam Carolla right. always talks about how you never forget your first pornographic film and yeah his, and his was i and it's true i know exactly what mine was title what was your first pornographic film dylan i don't remember the title but i will tell you what happens because i'm sure it's grosser than what happened to yours <laughs> uh, mine was nurses in lust you okay can, you can find it online my per pay, favorite scenes are the back half of the threesome okay and the lesbian scene right after real delight nice yeah. Here, here's mine uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it was a Cinderella parody. Oh, no. And then they fucked a bunch, right? <laughs> Cinder But then where it gets real is that the guy <laughs> nutted in the glass slipper and she drank it. <laughs> oh, no. And then, oh, no. I'm not making this up, John, I watched softcore porn for about three years because I thought, that's just how all pornos ended. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, uh, I don't want to see a woman just casually have a cup of splooge. I remember I saw a porn blooper where a woman gets a dildo stuck in her vagina, and it it stayed with me. It was during a lunch That's not period good. at a guy named Kevin's house, and he was like, check this out, and he laughed a lot, and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> porn bloopers were a thing of the past. Best porn blooper. I've definitely talked about it on the show. It was on... You can find it on Tosh.0. Okay. Where they're like, we can't show you anything but this one clip. But be aware. She was doing something with a man. Then she starts throwing up a lot. Hit it. And then it's this girl with just two bags. Like two plastic bags full of vomit. And they're like, did you eat something? And she goes, no, I'm pregnant. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I'm retiring from this podcast. That's the both the low and the high point <laughs> that we've ever had. It's the lie point. Ooh, meets in the middle. It's a you. Is Rob it Black you? is a really important thing because, I mean, I think people for I don't know if maybe I'm I'm one of those pieces of shit. I haven't owned a TV in a while, but so you could have just ended it. I'm one of those pieces. Of shit. <laughs> But I'm one of those pieces of shit. Good night, everybody. In the late 90s and in the 90s period, things were kind of going so well for the world and the economy. Yo. 
So. Well, I guess the American economy that you didn't really have any documentaries like here's why the food is all gone. Yeah. So what they did have was documentaries on like uh, porn me- or like how heavy metal is making every teenager try and kill themselves. Yeah. And then later in the 90s, porn, because this is really the start of like the pornification of society. And it's also because porn's inter- now mainstream. Because the internet's beginning to be yes. like porn, 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 yeah. porn, porn. The internet's taking off and basically like, what, like 70, 60% of it at the start is just porno, if 60, not more. 60% of it now is porno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's like 80%. Like how narrow cast you can get on your porn, which is like, I like murder zombie porn. Only black dudes. Yeah, and it's just like, which but one of these 30 videos? There's an Asian guy there. He's fully clothed, and for no reason at all, he's a delivery man. <laughs> which one of these 30 movies do you want to watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you want it to be produced but not starring Peter North, or do you want him <laughs> to be starring him? So, and he's a... So he's the, the subject way, of like if you look at this, he's the subject of like four different documentaries on porn because they can always because he's also because he's also a character and he'll say the things that they need of like yeah yeah, yeah. he's exactly the, the thing they need the thing to put the, the face on pornography of like the look at this shit bag because it's the problem with any CD industry such as drug dealing any of those sort of things are it's actually quite normal it's like it's a dude in a shirt being like yeah we got some fucking um like we got some dime bags of weed. It's why Mark Emery's constantly on the news because he'll be like, "I smoke weed with Justin Trudeau, and I'm a swinger." Like, yeah, exactly. I'm wearing a cowboy hat, but I still tuck in my shirt. Yeah, they could find a thousand stoners who probably smoke as much as Mark Emery who don't have weird sunken eyes in the middle of their lips somehow. Yeah, like Mark Emery's eyes essentially it's like lips, nose, <laughs> eyes in between lips and nose, forehead that basically takes up a small football field friend of mine went to the uh his like original uh shop in uh vancouver i can't remember the story because he told it to me pretty drunk but one thing led to another and he was talking to the clerk girl and mark emery walked in and within seconds mark emery was like that guy's got a that girl's got a nice ass right like that it goes nice ass i've had her and it's like oh god yeah he's exactly who you need a creepy pothead yeah he's a business associate of people that we know that allegedly set a computer so that they get all of our dick pics yeah that's a yeah allegedly supposedly allegedly maybe maybe supposedly so speak like all right so here's some of the stuff that rob black uh why does rob black get into uh pro wrestling john um i think he thought I need a way to I need a way to to wash this dirty money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he needs to fucking clean some money. Time to clean some money. Oh, what's that? ECW, ECW. Because keep in mind, as we've covered uh, many times, ECW as it was closing was also the biggest it's ever been culturally. Because yes. in the same way that because wrestling is so huge, so you also need the like. You think the WWE's fucked? Check out these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can check out more about that on our Patreon exclusive. That's coming out tomorrow. No, one's coming out. So January 1st will be the top five uh, stipulation matches. And January 2nd will be our uh, alternate commentary of ECW on TNN January 28th, 2000, which is actually crazy because it's like a couple months removed from the XPW incident we'll be talking about in depth. But this is a weird one because it's 1999. Uh, Rob Black has a bunch of money from his uh, chokey choke porn porns. Yeah, he's like, like, 
you're a woman that's bad it's a movie yeah exactly oh don't worry my wife directed it with when i had a live fucking gun to her head yeah um so it's 99 so the thing is he's able to get some pretty top talent just by virtue of he gets basically the fucking the like you're doing too many drugs get out so he gets Fucking the juice who no yeah damn he you. gets uh he gets uh John Cronus he gets uh Terry Funk he uh yeah he gets Juventud Guerrera who we have not profiled as of yet and by the way this is Juventud Guerrera in ninety nine two thousand which means Juventud Guerrera went to Australia smoked all the PCP and yeah. fought all the police yeah Juventud Guerrera at one point Australia PCP standing up on top of a table naked asking people if they want to fight. Ring, ring, ring. Rob Black's on the phone. He actually has money. And the reason, it's this great gap. It's this great gap for him that really was a very good business move. I mean, the guy's a total piece of fucking shit, but. Oh, he's a horrific human being. But like some horrific pieces of shit, he's also a good businessman. Where, I don't know if he knew this. Like the current president of the United (laughs) States. (laughs) But I don't know. He sees an opportunity. Who Rob Black is a big fan of, by the way. Oh, of course he is. Uh, Who do you think gave Donald Trump the idea to grab them by the pussy? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how Donald Trump. Donald Trump has an alcove in Trump Tower called the Extreme Lounge, and it's just all of these videos on a nice gold shelf. So, yeah, exactly. These are the pornographic DVDs that I enjoy. Can we replace sex ed videos with Rob Black's pornos, please? I'd uh, like to, that please, to be a nation. Please, ladies and gentlemen, meet to the new health czar, Mr. Rob Zakari. <laughs> <laughs> Women, your pussies are getting stitched up until marriage unless I want to fuck you. And it's crazy because at this point, he's 24 years old when he starts the company. This is fucking insane. 1999. So what, ha- what happens is the two big companies, yes, WCW and ECW wrestling as as popular as it's ever been in the world ever. WWF's doing great. WCW's starting to have financial problems. They're firing people. ECW can't pay people. Rob Black comes in with a fresh checkbook and is able to clip up all these people and never really honestly probably only took the number four status as a wrestling company. Because, because he was able to get basically all of the freshly prepared dishes. Oh, no, I was going to say, not not only that, I'm going to say, because if ECW didn't get on TNN, XPW would have just fucking taken over, because there's a lot of people from ECW that just went there because Terry this Funk, guy could fucking Krono. pass a check, and though. And it's also, by the way, it's all the people that built ECW. So it's it's Terry Funk. Like, Terry yeah. Funk is essentially the Hulk Hogan. No, he's not the Hulk Hogan of ECW. He's like the Bruno Sammartino, Ric Flair legend role. He's the John Cena of ECW. He shows up every once in a while, yeah. and instead of jorts, he has no hips. <laughs> so there's some pretty major... Rob uh, Black is the head of uh, a uh, army called the Black Army, which is what Rob Black on his conservative radio show keeps warning white people about. And he basically <laughs> puts himself in a situation to constantly uh, be feuding back and forth. XPW is essentially, it's just rehashed DCW sort of storylines. Like, it's a chair on the chair, 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 face match. Yeah. It, it, it's all it is. It's literally just, you watch ECW, it's XPW. In 2000, they go for a grill marketing comp- campaign. Now, there's a bunch of different versions of what happened. I want to say this. A lot of XPW shows are essentially the way we joke about ECW being booked. Yes. Okay, imagine imagine if 
Francine has lost the match. That means she has to fuck you. Yeah. I mean you out there watching. Come get your free pussy from Francine. She'll cry, but that means she likes it because it's so big. Okay, imagine if you gave Vince Russo angel dust and then let it <laughs> book a pro. By the way, Vince Russo and Rob Black look so much alike. I guarantee they would have a... F- oh, I would the same them. person. They would be such good friends. They would- <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, weed's good. Uh, bro, bro. You gotta like your wife there. What if she died? Bro, I love that idea, bro. We put on a pole, right? She comes down. I kill her with a hatchet. Bro, good match. Bro, okay, bro, bro, bro. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to Jim Cornette's house, bro. I kiss him. <laughs> I'm secretly married to Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> we have a deal to keep each other in the wrestling Media, bro. So that yeah. last bro really that last joke bombed hard, man. No, it didn't. It did. You, I can hear. Wait a minute, just one sec. That's everyone laughing That's at it. Booing. That they're was going, laughing they're going, at it. They're, they're exhausted from booing, so they're going. That's <sighs> them <sighs> laughing at <sighs> it, actually. <sighs> um, all right, in 2000 at ECW Heatwave. All right, I don't know the location of this, but I'm going to guess. Center of the country, nowhere near a beach. Nowhere near a beach, center of the country. I'm going to say Ohio. Los Angeles, California. Fuck. 5,700 people. ECW, Heat Wave 2000. Like we said, they were only fucking, um, they were only fucking suffering basically financially um, because they couldn't pay anybody. They were not suffering for people showing up for the shows. Um, so they sat front row. Cla- this is fucking old school, six, old school six of wrestling. Six wrestlers show up uh, front row, which is a very old school territory thing of like, you're in our fucking backyard. We're here to fucking intimidate you. Yeah. The wrestlers were the Messiah, Kid Chaos, Supreme, Christy Misty, and Homeless Jimmy. And let's, of course, not forget Chris Kloss. <laughs> Homeless Jimmy is a fantastic name. By- so do you know what happened basically is they sat front row and um, it was alleged that one of them touched Francine. That's not what happened. What basically happened was Christy Misty tried to t- tried to take up bust out her titties, and at ACW show that is likening to like oh, well why would I watch the thing in the ring when literally my dreams are happening? Yeah, that one that that possession is doing what I dream of. <laughs> Half the crowd came on each other. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, uh, matches are over. Nap, nap, and uh, and then ba- and then they had an XBW shirt. They all had an XBW shirts on, and uh, it's alleged that essentially people met them outside and like we're doing a fucking fight uh, them. Okay, now there's a few different variations of it. Let's talk about them. Uh, first off, that they did grab Francine because Francine is looking very agitated outside the ring. Something may or may not have happened with Francine. She claims there wasn't because there's a bunch of lawsuits as a result. Okay. Then they went, uh, they got ex- um, escorted out of the building into the parking lot. A couple of things may have happened. Either the ECW locker room emptied up, beat the fuck out of them. The ECW locker room ended up for some reason fighting with the ring crew of XPW. My favorite version, the ECW ring crew beats up the XPW wrestlers. <laughs> because the thing, about, the thing about these XPW wrestlers is, let's, let's not forget, these aren't like big tough guy bros this is like like the messiah is the biggest one of them he's like a 6'1 180 pound guy which is fucking like he's like obviously boy but like yeah i mean 
Yeah, and I'm sure Christy Miss was just still getting her tits out on orders of Rob Black. What's interesting is Rob Black not there. Of course he's not there. Of course not. That man knows how to avoid a prior. Yeah, of course. Of course he's not there. What you, Your dad is an organized crime. You're going to be there while a crime happens? Get the fuck out of here. Well, it's not a crime. You can go anywhere you want. If you bought tickets, that's fine. Yeah, but you're still disrupting a show. Like you can, at very least, just be like banned. Well, I guess banned from the arena. But then doesn't that? Yeah, I, I don't in? feel. Like, I, I don't, don't feel like the guy who saw a bucket of piss and was like a woman's head in that. And they're like, "You had me at piss bucket." Yeah, obviously ECW. This is the funny thing that they get ECW to do that ECW says they will never do, is that they don't acknowledge it. They, they don't, don't acknowledge, acknowledge that it's happening. Because ECW, they also, know, they also know that XPW is ghosting on everything they do. Like the thing is, is that part of the reason why um, Rob Black formed XPW is that ECW is using porn stars, particularly Jenna Jameson, who uh, Rob Black had a relationship with because porn's a small industry. Saw how much money that ECW was able to make because of how much they paid Jenna Jameson. So he's like, let's fucking make a copy of this and use it as a way to expose my porn stars for my <laughs> company. <laughs> um, that it's crazy, though, because it's been 17 years, and legitimately, you see a lot of this fucking weird, creepy fucking shit in porn now. Yeah, because I started writing for it. <laughs> Our friend Patrick Hakim got <laughs> fired from Brazzers for being too weird. I just want to say that. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah, he was too weird. Like, People at a porn company were like, gross. <laughs> like, too weird in his writing or too weird in his interpersonal... Uh, a writing. Okay. He was the Rob Black of Brazzers. You fucking creep bag piece of shit. <laughs> so he, yeah. So after that incident, uh, the they, only person who's really commented on it publicly is Dylan Gott. Let's see if you can guess it. Rob Black. New Jack. <laughs> oh, what did New Jack say? Them guys are fucking pussies. They don't fucking know what they're fucking talking about. Which is crazy because New Jack is in XBW. And as soon as ECW is gone. As soon as ECW is gone and does some of the most fucked up shit. Is XP Two of the most fucked up. Is XPW where he fucking tries to kill that guy or is that in CZW? It's an XPW and the Gypsy Joe incident was also an XPW, I think. Just to refresh everyone's memory, the Gypsy Joe New Jack episode is Gypsy Joe is basically an old man who you can't hurt. Yeah. And New Jack tries to challenge that point. Yeah. So next, yeah, Gypsy Joe was like stiffing New Jack. New Jack didn't like that to the tune of "Let's hit this old man in the head with a bat, <laughs> yeah. with a steel baseball bat." And uh, the other one is uh, Vic Grimes, of course. We all know the scaffold fall, uh, where Vic Grimes was too scared, so New Jack had to pull him. And effectively, what that did was New Jack, New Jack. fell first. Vic Grimes fell on the back of his head and blinded him in one eye, like yeah. fucking disgusting. Forever smushed his fucking head on the ground and Vic Grimes like a fool then got back in the ring with the actual murderer yeah and then New Jack it, he's on a huge scaffold the ring is covered in tables there's gonna be a big bump where Vic Grimes falls on the tables New Jack fucking aims to throw him out of the, the ring, ring. And, almost, and like immediately they're like oh we're vacating the building and, and why were they why was Vic Grimes saved I don't know they moved the ring they had a feeling that New Jack was going to do something. They uh, lowered the scaffold and moved the ring slightly. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, instead of saying maybe being like, ah, New Jack, how about this? You don't go in the ring, guy who's killed people. Instead, they're just like, well, we better make sure he doesn't kill this man. I can't believe. I can't. But I mean, this is also the man who, I mean, we'll get into some of the porno titles that actually ended up destroying the company. 
Yeah, because um, by the way, and do you know how that uh, Rob Black, uh, we're almost going to take a break. Can't believe we already talked 24 minutes on the Rob Black episode. Rob Black, by the way, do you know how that in- investigation was initiated? I don't know. Rob Black on a PBS interview uh, for Frontline. Yeah, and all the people on the in the documentary left because they were grossed out. Did they all left because they were grossed out? That said, they had a second unit filming, so he does imply that it was, uh, it was a planned walkout. Because they had okay, unit, all right. They had a second unit filming. That said, in that interview, he goes, "Yeah, I've done some stuff that you could that you could probably arrest me for, but you're not going to get a conviction. I'm waiting for that fight. I want that fight." And essentially, the federal government saw that and was like, "Well, I know a challenge when I hear a challenge. Let's yeah. do this." And the other thing is, because here's the thing: is, is within the United States, freedom of speech is a very interesting law because it's a rule of law. So it's technically he, if you can prove that. Everyone is consenting. It is an artistic pursuit, ergo not obscene, if properly marketed and protected. You are consenting to watching that by purchasing it. The way they get around that is the laws are stricter in certain states of what you can and cannot sell. They just have you mail order it to one of those states, which all of these companies do because they can't resist the money. Boom, you're in fucking shit. Interesting. That's how we did it. That's really crazy. Yeah. And uh, the other thing about it is... Um, and then you have to fight the conviction saying you got that's entrapment. And the federal government basically is like... We're yeah, going to milk you for money yeah, until is, you're dead. We're the government and we print money and you can only... You're in our system. Like, you're yeah, fucked. Yeah, you print money. We print money and you're pornographer Rob Black. <laughs> and this is also a different thing because, like, he talks about it a lot. I mean, we'll get. How about we get into that after the break? We'll do the rest of XBW, and then we just got to basically talk about his, in the fucking United States versus Extreme video. Yeah, and All we right. can also talk about the time I tried to cut a guy's thumb off. <laughs> but I mean, here, listen to some of the names he gets in, because basically they keep running after WCW has folded. So there's a big incident as well where Paul Heyman for the upteenth time gets on ECW TV the w- on the website and he says, fuck Sabu, Sabu's a piece of shit, he's a sellout. And then basically Rob Black, the, it's crazy how this is how fucking, this is how fucked up Paul Heyman is that I was like, oh yeah, Rob Black's right here. Where there's a shoot promo where he basically goes like, I paid Sabu money, you didn't pay him money, you owe him thousands of dollars, I'm paying, he needs to eat. Yeah. Like that's and, why he's in this fucking company. And that's the cra- this is the crazy thing about Paul Heyman. Morally told everyone's still like I love that guy's promos even though it's like he's like probably like he made a lot of people's life fucking difficult cuz he he's like lying. the only thing he did was basically he's on the right side of the law because he's an a- he's like a lot of people who make a lot of money where it's like he's an amoral businessman. He doesn't give a shit how he makes money. He's just gonna make it. Yeah. And Rob Black is on the other side of the law where it's like he was like Paul Heyman's dad's like basically they both come from privileged backgrounds. They're just completely different where Paul Heyman was a dad with a lawyer. Uh, Rob Black's dad was a fucking mobster. And so Paul Heyman, it's easier to side with Paul Heyman because you see that like, yes, he's not that good a person, but he's not as bad a person as Rob Black. Absolutely. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. And so Rob Black basically uh, he steals Sabu. At one point he has Conan. Sabu. The insane clown no, posse, my joke. psychosis. Sapu. I'm not doing that now, vampiro. <laughs> not doing it. By the way, okay. That, something that's never been heard on a Rob Black film shoot. <laughs> no, that's the basis of all his movies. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Well, then I'm gonna take it. 
Yeah. The crazy one is Terry Funk. The fact that Terry Funk basically was like, ECW is my perennial home. I'm never not going to be at ECW. How much? $50. <laughs> well, also, Terry Funk's like, I have allegiance to ECW now. And then, it, like, uh, oh, the, wait, ECW doesn't have any money. I have allegiance to where's the fucking money. Yeah. This is shortly before. My wife, Tracy, likes grits <laughs> and beans, and she's gonna eat <laughs> Well, that's the thing where it's like, ah, Mr. Hey. Black. <laughs> Hope none of these women are unclean. <laughs> well, that's the he goes from being Chainsaw Charlie and then <laughs> leaves and retires, has a retirement match, and literally is like, I'm sorry, I heard a porno guy needs me to no, be no, in a movie no, no, where he, he rapes. W- <laughs> he went from WWF to WCW, has another retirement match there against Brett the Hitman Hart, Brett the Hitman Hart's last match that he could be touched. Yeah. Then he goes to XPW. No, because in X, he's in XPW in uh, in two thousand. Yeah, yeah. So that was right after the Bret Hart match. It, right after Bret Hart got kicked in the face by Goldberg, then they had the match where they just hit each other with the the lids of trash cans a bunch. And oh yeah, in July two thousand. Fuck, things move so fast. That's what. This is the crazy thing about wrestling: how it slowed down. Where it's like. The Miz has now been a WWE wrestler with the same character in the same place in the company for 13 years. Yeah, longer than... Terry Funk worked for four companies in 2000. Oh, Terry Funk would have retired 11 times. Yeah. Terry Funk would have had three Cauliflower Alley retirement matches. <laughs> Let me tell you who really missed the boat in being an XPW. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> I was going to say, most of these Rob Welcome. Black pornos were just stuff he read on cocktail napkins from Mean Gene. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my dream job. <laughs> I'm charging you with <laughs> with plagiarism. This is my life story. Uh, Rob Black versus Gene Oakland in the state of Florida. Yeah. Ah, uh, your honor, I elect... I just have a super fucked up mind. No, you don't. You you know nothing of the darkness. <laughs> I live in the darkness. You are a candle and I'm a giant bonfire, Mr. Black. If you took Bane from Batman and your movies, you would have me. <laughs> You're just a visitor in the darkness. I was born in it. Molded by it. <laughs> Let me say this, Mr. Black. You may have videotaped it. I'm smarter. I leave visages of my art scattered around the highway system of the United States. (laughs) They may talk about you briefly in the early 2000s. They'll sing songs of my destruction. (laughs) I made a movie, too. It's where two men start out as men, and I turn them into boys, begging, (laughs) pleading. But I never let them have it, Rob. I never let them have it. Notice I didn't say what it was. That's how you get off a charge. Here's what you have to remember about me, Gene. I'm welcoming everyone because I want them to join me on my side of the line. <laughs> so let's uh, let's take a break and then we'll get back to... Ooh, guys, are you ready for the litigation review? Mm. Let's fuck tight pussy. Who likes two men with fine arts degrees talking about... Legal stuff. I think of all the things we can say about it, I got a degree in the fine arts. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have a you have a degree. Suck in com- it on pussies. You have a degree in comedy from a college. Yep, uh, taught by a man who once stole all the nacho cheese from a gig. 
That's something he did. Larry Horowitz. He's a stand-up comedian in Canada. He's legendary because he shit his pants on stage. Came... Left for fi- 15 minutes while the the guy who just started comedy, uh, uh, like, basically hosted the show, came back in sweatpants, never mentioned that he shit his pants, and finished the show in sweatpants. Also, how did he, what was the food that caused him to shit his pants? Egg salad that had been sitting in the sun all day. Wrong. Steamer tray full of Caesar salad that had been sitting in the sun all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was another one where he shit his pants on the side of, the, or he shit on the side of a highway. Uh, because he ate some expired egg salad sandwiches at a uh, Lions Club, which is like a veterans, uh, if you're in the States, like a veterans club. In, I think they have Lions Clubs in the UK, don't Not they? Not after this story. Not after this story. So he just found some old sandwiches in a machine, ate them all, and took a shit on the side of a highway. That man is a, That man was a professor at a college. Technically. Technically he was. Who were your other teachers? Uh... A mop that they gave uh, that they gave a recorder to Rob Black, Gene Okerlund, New Jack, and a donkey. That basically the whole thing was you had to kill the donkey to pass the class. I poisoned it. <laughs> Most people tired themselves out with a bat. I just poisoned the donkey. That's why I was top of the class, John. And you learned from me. <laughs> Welcome everyone to. My dream episode of the Wrestler Review. <laughs> the United States versus Gene Okerlund. Let me tell you this: don't ever ever lay me let me lay eyes on those judges because you'll have to get a new jury the next day. <laughs> I'd admit guilt, but I just want you to read the charges back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll not only erase them; I'll erase their memories. Here's the thing that Rob Black didn't know: he didn't enjoy both the chase. And being the caged animal. Listen, if you don't want me to come, don't read off my charges in court. Yeah. I'm spurting everywhere. Part of the thrill is seeing the victim's mom cry. Oh, no. Sorry. That's very, that's appropriate that we would. uh, All right. So we're going to be back after this break with more insensitive things. Oh, it's time for a break to have a break. Break. Everyone's breaking. We're broken. Yeah. Not like Matt Hardy, because we're not paying Impact any money. Yay. Go to Patreon.com. Wrestler Review. There's a backslash in there. And give us some fucking cash, you fucking shits. So you can decide what wrestler we review next. Or to pay us enough money to get a Barry Darso tattoo. Only one of us will do that, because the other one already has given his body for stupid ideas. Now enjoy the rest of the episode, and if you don't, shut up, you're fat. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Please give us so much money. Don't fucking correct my commercial. Part two of the episode that will end both our careers and this <laughs> <laughs> Um, So, Rod Black, here's basically how XPW shuts down is, like you said, he wanted litigation. He was inviting litigation, yeah, this man was. He, basically, he was going through old school, early 90s way of getting attention, which is, I'll be on 2020 for two weeks as they're going. That's to, very smart. Yeah, that's totally to what he did. Thing. It was the same thing Howard Stern did, which is constantly fighting the FC, FCC. And what Howard Stern learned and Rob Black learned is, at a certain point, they just go, yeah, fuck you, you're annoying. We're throwing the fucking book at you. Yeah, whereas Howard Stern, Howard Stern had a point. Like, Howard Stern was being a shithead who's a constru- construction worker talk, 
whatever. Yeah, but how Rob is- Black is legitimately a bad person. Yeah, Rob Black's a terrible man. Yeah, Rob Black's a piece of shit. And the other thing was, and then Rob Black actually backs this up, which is he. This is the time of George W. Bush and the moral majority again. Yes, it's the beginning. So they're basically like, and that's how you do things like this. You there was a case like this in Canada where it's like you, for if you want to take out a freedom of speech law, you go after the biggest piece of shit doing the most reprehensible bullshit. Absolutely, because everyone gets on your side because they're gonna go well. Yes, freedom of speech, but not for that guy. Not understanding the unfortunate part of that is you basically are then undoing. You're undoing the freedom of speech law by getting a piece of shit to stop talking. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like you look at Rob Black and you're like, oh, this guy, Max, Max, the best person he could be is driving out in a van with no candy. If you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Kid fucker. <laughs> That's what I meant. He fucks oh, kids. I didn't get that. Really? I just thought he was trying to prevent diabetes. I just um. Kid fucker, kid fucker. Your name is Dylan God. No, it's not. Yeah, Don God. Rob Zakari. Don God. Don Big Dick God. <laughs> fucking on your mom. Um, sucking on her titties. Can, can I hear some of the video titles from Extreme Associates, which I refuse to read? Um. Yeah. Well, here is some of the. Here are some of the things. Keep in mind, this guy wanted to be an FBI agent, and then the m- <laughs> and then the money wasn't good enough. You never wanted to be an FBI agent. No one gets into. No one thinks about the money at the FBI. They just think about. You imagine this guy in the FBI. The guns like a penis, but metal. That's what they think. Can we arrest a woman for wearing too many clothes? <laughs> this woman said no to me. I want to arrest her. I don't know why he's Triple H. Yeah. I. Uh, Want to arrest you for uh, having opinions? <laughs> yeah, it's me, Hunter Hearst Black. Welcome uh, to my new evolution stable. It's just me, but I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, make me feel it. <laughs> I want you to hit liver, woman. <laughs> you only feel it when it's in your liver. I want you to bruise it so that I have a difficulty processing spicy food. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> and this is our, so this is this is my uh, this is now Rob Black, who I will do as Triple H, I guess. Um, but uh, <laughs> can we arrest this woman? She's trying to vote. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The this is too hard. Yeah. yeah, that's too hard. <laughs> you just too hit too hard. hard. <laughs> Triple H turned into too hard. No, Triple H is too hard. Just without. All right, here's here's too hard. Who's Triple H? It's just like there's no, there's just no speech impediment with Triple H. Maybe that's why Triple H hated the Hart family so much because he's just like that guy uh, has my uh, voice. And that's why Stu Hart did like Triple H. Okay, here are some of the movies. Like once again, they're going after the biggest piece of shit, making the most reprehensible shit. Here's some of the movies: Extreme Teen Twenty Four. Contains a scene of a naive no. uh, young girl talked to by an older man. Actress involved was over 18, but acted like a young girl. <laughs> that's like, that's gross. Uh, this is my favorite one. Cocktails 2. I hope it's a sequel to the original Cocktails. Here's what I'm going to say, though. Replace from this. Is this not like two girls, one cup? Yeah, that's all it is. Women Very drinking seen- vomit, uh, saliva, and other bodily fluids. Director's cut of the film uh, was cited. This one's the worst. Have you read Ass Clowns 3? Female journalist is raped by 
Osama bin Laden. <laughs> oh, no. oh, the journalist is no. free and the gang the journalist is free and the gang member is killed. So that makes it fine. That's that logic um, though. No, no. Oh, the gang members died. But what happened? It also contains a scene where Christ steps off the cross and has sex with an angel. I mean, I don't like Rob Black, but that idea I don't care about. I, I gotta tell you, I gotta get that pussy. I, that's that's all, good stuff, all though. All I need to know is how did that plot get titled how? Ass Clowns Three? I don't know. <laughs> how, how how do you have that plot? Jesus fucking an angel and Osama bin Laden leading a rape gang. And you're like, <laughs> well, they're just clowning around and they're asses, so they're ass clowns. This one's good. Uh, this one, because it doesn't even have a description, it's just a thousand and one ways to eat my jizz. I mean, that doesn't. I don't get it. I don't get that one. Was it just someone being like, uh, "And this one? Why that one? It's too many ways." I watched the whole thing. They maxed out at thirteen. They maxed out at. There's only one. Eight hundred and four. There's only one way to eat jizz, and that's in the mouth. I, my idea is that it starts off as a porno. Right? One scene of a porno. And it's just classic, like, and then it's couple positions, and then the lady and then the lady does a nice thing for the man, and then the other thousand ways are literally just someone coming and then making a roast, and then a burrito, and then <laughs> and then there's slow-cooked rice with cum. <laughs> and he's like, you'd think the cum would evaporate, but there's trace amounts, yeah. so it counts. Remember, one of the best ways to uh, make someone to eat your jizz is fuck a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> You know the uh, cheese pizza? That's come instead. <laughs> um, That's the only way I eat a pizza. My cum. I save it in jars and slather it on tomato paste bread. Florida's a state where they can't ask you questions at the door when they're giving you food delivery. <laughs> so forced No, no, and forced entry. No, no, no. I don't want to read the whole thing. Let's just say this. Basically, it's, uh, it's a movie about a serial killer where they show the part uh, before the murder. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I hate this guy. I fucking hate I hate him. Yeah. And he's goes through years of litigation. He basically also accuses he accuses the porn industry of not helping him and yeah. not base but basically it's like listen they're we help. We're not going to give you all of our money to fund your fucking case. Like, because the other thing is, people in the porn industry fucking hate this guy. Yeah, he's a fucking mafia scumbag. And a lot of the older ones probably remember when, like, oh, I remember when we worked for the mafia. They gave us spaghetti and no money. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's a pretty famous story. But Linda Lovelace, the person, the lady who was in the first ever, like, Deep Throat, the first big budget porno, yeah. was paid no money. Yeah. She was not paid any money. So. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, you don't want to go back to that, like you say. Yeah. And he represents that old school of that porno, so it's like, fuck And they're that. also probably like going like, well, you made a bunch of fucking noise, and also no one was looking for a thousand and one ways to eat jizz. <laughs> we already had perfected a way to eat jizz, Rob. No one was like, but I wish there was more. <laughs> I, like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> I like New Jack less that he took this guy's money. You like New Jack less? Yeah. I mean, listen, essentially in the 1980s, professional wrestling was a pedophile ring with a storyline. You can't draw the line at this. I know. Like, the yeah, like, amount of stories where people have the rowdy fucked 15-year-olds or flat out, like, 
like there's a lot of wrestlers like Ric Flair oh, is a rapist. For sure. Like there's cases where he thinks are funny that are rape. Um let's get real review. <laughs> the Rowdy Roddy Piper, Pat Patterson, Pat doesn't like me. Oh, I, I was a young boy, and then he just stares into the middle distance, and then people are like, Pat Patterson rape you? And he's like, No, you guys don't know how to you don't know how to listen to a story. And they're like what did he do? And then he was like, uh, I'm dead now. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's fucked. Like Pat Patterson had him is, killed. Pat Patterson's a piece of shit too. No one looks that good for smoking that long unless you got a dark soul. Now, let me <laughs> the, the, the smoking matches my uh, uh, inside and my inside is only Satan. I don't know why that was the worst yeah, accent. It was Pat Patterson. Can you do a French one? Okay. I only, we go banana. <laughs> That's good. Do it now. Do it again. Isn't that kind of Italian? No, but that's what Pat Patterson sounds like. Okay, so then Rock comes in, he goes banana. Okay, Brad Hart is here to banana. Hey, it's me, Pat Patterson. I'm from a uh, uh, rural Quebec. <laughs> you want a pizza pie? It's filled with a uh, uh, boy tears. If you want to be at a wrestling, you have to give me something, a Tom Zink. You have to give me what you don't want to share. It's either you do it to me or you do it to Amanda Vachon. <laughs> what I want to do is I'm not in the ring. Um, I turn in the Brooklyn Brawler into the Brooklyn Sprawler. <laughs> oh, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. Oh, my God. I think a thousand one. Wait, oh, I fucked up a joke. Okay, so he he goes in between winning and losing the case a shitload of times, and eventually loses. He, he loses because it's the government, and he can't afford to keep his wrestling company. It, it's so. It's I don't know how to feel about these cases because I don't know if it's good or bad it, that he lost. Because it's a really bad person. They picked the best person to do this case against. Where it's like. You hear this like, guy talk, he's shit. Like, he's an utter keep, shit keep bag. In mind, this is the interesting thing. They don't win right away. It took, takes them oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. three different appeals yeah. to finally get him. Yeah. Which basically means they were just judge hopping because a lot of judges would be like, yeah, piece and, of shit. And during this time, during this time, Rob Black, Rob Zakari, is mentioned on America's Most Wanted because one of his wrestlers in XPW, one of the guys he funded the company with, one of the guys who was at that ECW Heat Wave 2000, the Messiah, someone breaks into his house and they cut off his fucking thumb. And it's basically like... Was it his wrestling thumb? Come on. No. I think it was his right hand, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, we got to get back to what this podcast And it's a fucking terrifying story because he's like... Let's he's not get affected by Rob Black and make this podcast have some sensitivity. <laughs> um, this man is a piece of shit, and we have clearly... He is our Moriarty. We are the Sherlock Holmes of questionable wrestling content. There you go. And this man, we have met our fucking match, and one day he will throw us off a cliff. But that day is not today. So let's make some I-don't-have-any-thumb jokes about this guy trying to throw a clothesline. He keeps falling down. <laughs> uh oh, the Messiah fell down because he's not balanced. Why are you doing this? He's a victim. I know. I don't know why. It's just My crazy. favorite thing on America's Most Wanted, though, was the only video game. Clearly, the only video, the best video game he had to show them was that he was playing Grand Theft Auto 3 at the time. Mm -hmm. 
but it's America's Most Wanted, so you can't show any of the things on Grand Theft Auto 3, so they literally just show him running around in a circle for a bit. Because <laughs> it's like, you're not going to show him, like, he was just playing an innocent video game where you pick up a hooker and then kill her to get your money back, and uh, then he got assaulted. But yeah, they cut off his thumb. This is all alleged that, uh, that Rob Black did this, of course, um, but they basically, on America's Most Wanted, are like, they tell the story and they're like, well, this guy fucking cut this dude's thumb off. Did he go to jail for it, Rob Zagari? I don't know. He never did. Because ne- they never had any fucking... Evidence. But they did get on America's Most Wanted, which is nice. I think it was just like a fucking crazy story. And it was like... Other thing is, it's the first story where it's like... he Rob Black pulled a fucking 70s wrestling move. Yeah. This guy's fucking with your money. This guy's fucking you over. Take his thumb. Legit. Take his thumb. I don't think they did that. This is in Puerto Rico. Yeah, the, the only place they did that was in Puerto Rico, in Puerto Rico. No, there's tons of there's tons and tons and tons of examples of uh, U.S. like of threats like that. Like they're like like you said about Harley Race, they were gonna pay Harley Race to beat the shit out of, or no? What was the Stark? What was the? No, he showed up at a gun to shoot Hulk Hogan. God, Harley Race rules. <laughs> he burned the ring down, and when they went to St. Louis, he's insane. What a beautiful, beautiful man! Yeah, they started some. Basically, uh, yeah, they go, they go back and forth. It's obscenity laws, so it's really, really. But keep in mind this: they kept this going during uh, Obama being in office, right? So obviously, it was a. What would you say? Well, it w- it's the Justice Department. So the Justice Department doesn't matter. The heads move. But it still doesn't matter. They're still going to be like, fuck it. We got to get this guy. It's also at a certain point, they're just like, let's fucking do this. He ends up spending one year in jail. He reappears in a Louis Thoreau documentary uh, being a director of porn parodies. Yeah. And they do a couple of XPW sort of reunion shows, A Cold Day in Hell, XPWX. Oh, this is what... All right, so the XPW, XPW gets bought by Shane Douglas, and then Rob Black buys it. Again, yeah, it's Bob and tries to relaunch it in 2013. He can't. Uh, Rob Black is, of course, now he tries the Rob Black show in his attempt to be like, basically, it's around the time of Joe Rogan getting super, super, super popular. Yeah. And he thinks, I'm like Joe Rogan in that none of the ways. Like, Joe Rogan is like, Joe Rogan's like a super bro. Rob Black is like, bros beat this guy up because he's fucking weird well yeah but joe rogan's one of those guys where joe rogan there's nothing unauthentic about that guy where yeah like, i like shirts that got glitter on them i like leonard skinnard and i like mushrooms <laughs> well rob black is more like yeah i i like it i like it when they say no man <laughs> oh no doctor <laughs> somebody call the gross doctor <laughs> The doctor's in the building, and his name is... Please leave. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> that means the doctor doesn't want to talk to you. I understand you have cancer. Good luck with that. I'm not helping. Yeah. I'm less of a doctor and more of a guy with a coat. Oh, someone's on the phone. It's your mom. She says, shoot you with a gun. <laughs> Guess what, everyone? It's me. Me, Gene Oakland. <laughs> I started a medical practice. That way I can do my fun in the daytime. <laughs> um, oh, sure, the women are older, but their loose skin makes for better coats. 
still with Lizzie Borden, uh, by the way. I was just trying to check and see if there was anything. No, they've separated a few times, but they are back together again, which I got to say. It's terrifying. That's going to tip my best and worst thing about uh, Rob Black, by the way. I'm going to go real classy. One of my best and worst thing. But yeah, Rob Zakari. Uh, hey, Rob Zakari, if you're moment. listening, do us all a favor and stop. Just stop being around. He does the Rob Black show. That doesn't go well, of course. And then he starts the Rob Zakari show, which is. What is it? Conservative in its bent. Yeah. It's. Uh, basically, he tried to be Joe Rogan, and that didn't work. He tried to be Howard Stern, and that didn't work. He tried to be Paul Heyman, and that didn't work. And the thing that he's doing that's currently in the process of not working is being Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Rob Black has learned the only person he can be is Rob Black, and Rob Black has charges for obscenity because he made a bunch of women drink vomit. Oh, he saw. I fucking hate this guy. That was almost a really succinct point until you trailed off there like a fucking I loser. Fucking hate. Can him. you say that again though? It's a good soundbite. What did I say? You tried being Paul Heyman. You said it. Yeah, but then you said, but he discovered the only thing he can be is Rob Black. The only thing he can be is Rob Black. And here's the problem being Rob Black. Rob Black's a fucking cunt, man. Yeah. Also, he, uh, also he uh, during his first ownership of XPW, he really looked like the dude from The Counting Crows. <laughs> which is a fate worse than death. Mr. Jones and, and me. Ran a train on a girl, and she was from suburban Illinois, and it turned <laughs> out her How dad up? was the police chief. He shot me in the ass, and I had to pawn my gray guitar. And <laughs> but it's cool that, like, for a guy like that, no, there's his cool ultimate vision, no, his ultimate vision of, like, extreme porn and stuff like that, and really taking... And really making people uncomfortable and all that uh, didn't work. And now he's in the purgatory of having to just direct parody stuff that he doesn't like. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Like that that's the shit that's the shit that he was trying to rebel against this and is a guy who holds a DVD of a hundred and one ways to eat jizz and goes, That was the day when I was an Artur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he just like is this classic shit, man. He got, uh, like you said, he tried to do, he tried to be '90s famous by uh, getting all these programs, and they ended up being his undoing because they were like, "Oh, actually, we're gonna try and do something about this again." Yeah, you know? we're actually, uh, actually, just people having sex. No one would say is bad. Um, you basically glorifying a serial killer is bad. Yeah, that is bad. Um, now, what's your favorite thing about Rob Black, John? been married for quite some time that's somewhat impressive mm, that's interesting that's i would say the best thing about this man is one other human being who i assume is a piece of shit can stand <laughs> to be so now uh what's uh what's another thing about rob black what's a, what's the worst thing pick one he is he existed as a human being that's the worst thing yeah all of his existence yeah that's pretty sick what about you i don't have a best thing that's not fair Okay, fine. I mean, best thing? You gave Sabu some money? <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, I'll give you that. You gave Sabu some money. He stabilized some people's income in the late 90s. Fair. Uh, I'd say the worst thing is that he's still trying. Oh, Like, just give up. That's worse than his existence is that his, he's still trying to make like it. He's still trying. Yeah. 
That's all not good, man. Like, it's been 20 years now, and he's still trying to be controversial, I feel like. There's nothing worse than a controversial 50-year-old. And the thing is... Because <laughs> 50-year-olds <laughs> are controversial. He is now 43. He is a 43-year-old man. Yeah, he doesn't look it. He looks a he lot older than that. I guarantee if he, he looks li- back. If he's listened this far, right here is where he gets pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I look good. Hey, I look you good. Dog, you two fat fucks. No, I should say he lost some weight. So that's... I'll take your thumbs, bitch. He might. Hey, Rob Black, come get my fucking thumbs, you piece of shit. Yeah. So, hey, Rob Black, do us all a favor and stop. Yeah, stop. How do we have more followers? You've been on 2020, bitch. <laughs> we got more people than you, bitch. All right, that's the end of the episode. Uh, Rob pl- Black, more like Rob Cook. <laughs> nice. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Next week will be the Rock and Roll Express. From one polar extreme to another. Well, I mean, they from a guy who made movies about it to the guys <laughs> that really did it. The Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Never forget, a little preview for next week. Let's all talk about the time when uh, Ric Flair walked out on national television with a training bra. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> Threw it at Ricky Morton was like, I get real women. And everyone was like, how dare he? Oh, it's fine to fuck a teenager if you're famous. <laughs> and then Robert Gibson was like, or w- w- it was Ricky Morton was like, hey, baby, there's something to be said for having sex with 13-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Just, Terrifying. Yeah. It's fine. I teach him. You know that pedophile ring part of wrestling we're, I was talking about earlier? We're going to be talking about that next week. It's never, it's never fun on this show anymore. <laughs> yeah. We've gone too deep. Yeah. Because we're not those guys who will sit and be like, oh, isn't that a goofy character? No, we get to the people, and yeah. the people are just disgusting. Those bandanas were white when they walked into the hotel room, and now they're red from blood. <laughs> I guess that's the most appropriate way to end a Rob Black episode. Indeed it is. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you listening this far, fuck you. You're all bad <laughs> Happy New Year. No, fuck you. Happy New Year. Start it off sad. Rob Black style. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Fans knew Welch as the Messiah, a specialist in one of wrestling's most extreme spectacles. The death match, the most violent form of this violent game. The Messiah developed a cult following among indie wrestling's fanatical fans. This guy even tattooed the wrestler's bloody face on his arm. That was a little bit overwhelming when I saw that. I was like, dude, you might want to get that removed, seriously. Many believe the Messiah was headed for the big leagues. But on August 1st, William Welch found himself in a real-life death match. That evening, he was playing video games in his home near Los Angeles. Two guys walked in, and uh, I assumed that they were with my roommate. And I even said, hey, what's up? And they even said, hey, what's going on? When I looked at the TV, uh, I could see through the reflection of the TV, I could see them pointing like, you know, you get him. No, you get him. And in the corner of my eye, I saw them lock the door. And as soon as I saw that, I got up, and that's when they jumped me. It was two against one. And even with his experience in the ring, Welch couldn't shake the attackers off. They got me a chokehold, put me down. The six foot one, 212 pound wrestler was helpless, and what he saw next made him fear for his life. And I saw a pair of gardening shears 
and I saw the guarding shears go with my thumb, and one just snap. My thumb popped right off. Fueled by fear and adrenaline, Welch managed to push the attackers away. I don't know how I was able to make it to the door, and when I went to go to the door, I tried to unlock it, but I didn't have my thumb to unlock the lock. In a heartbeat, the attackers were on him again, hitting him with a chair, then smashing a fish tank over his head. One of them got on top of me and started pulling my belt. Like that. Now, whether or not it was to try to cut off my penis, I don't know. But he wouldn't allow them to mutilate him again. He somehow found the strength and kept fighting until the attackers ran off. Welch helped police come up with these sketches of the two men he says attacked him. He has no idea who they are or what they did with his thumb. The paramedics came and they're asking, where's my thumb? And I said that they took it. If this turns out to be a, a hired hit or a, or a contract hit, you would certainly want to have some sort of proof of the, that the job had been fulfilled. That's one theory as to why they would take a thumb. But who would want the Messiah hurt for real? To answer that, cops have been delving into the secretive and sometimes sleazy subculture of indie wrestling and William Welch's connections to it. You find out where I am, you find out I'm in another big promotion. In the weeks leading up to the attack, the Messiah had publicly mocked his former wrestling promoter, Rob Black. He claimed to have had an affair with Black's wife, porn star Lizzie Borden. Did that feud spill over from the ring into real life? That's what we wanted to ask Rob Black. But when we showed up at his office, Black's staff locked us out. Finding the men who attacked William Welch may provide cops with the answers they need. And with these two guys still on the loose, the wrestler is taking no chances. I'm in hiding, but I'm just going from place to place.